0: to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello savers and welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the how did Gina blank series where we talk about how I did things, the behind the scenes of how I did different things that I feel like you guys probably want to know about. So Today we have another episode from Instagram, from the question box that we dropped in Instagram where we asked you, what do you guys wanna hear about? What stories do you wanna hear about? So today we're gonna talk about, how did Gina pick her stocks? That was one of the questions that we got around how I pick my stocks, what I invest in, how I do all of that. And I'm going to take you behind the scenes on that entire process. I'm very excited to share with you because I think that this is a very big question that a lot of people have about building a wealth portfolio. And it feels like, oh my God, I'm going to have to spend time studying and picking which companies I think are going to be good companies to invest in. And that seems like I mean, that's like a full-time job for, you know, the sharks on Shark Tank. So like, I'm going to have to do all this work. So there's definitely a lot of misconceptions about how difficult that task is. So I'm excited to take you behind the scenes and show you how I actually do that. Okay. Before we jump into the content and talk all about stocks, I want to remind you that on Monday, this coming Monday, September 18th at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, the doors for seven-figure wealth are opening. Our applications are going live, and you will be able to apply to join me inside of the six-month mastermind, where you will learn how to create your own income-generating portfolio. You'll learn how to start leveraging debt, leveraging stocks, leveraging real estate to build a seven-figure portfolio before you need to have a seven-figure business, okay? You do not need to have a seven-figure income in order to have a seven-figure portfolio, and that's what we're gonna do over the six months inside of the Seven-Figure Wealth Mastermind. Doors open on Monday. Now, as you may have heard if you've been listening to this series, that when you join in the first 24 hours, so before 8 a.m. on Tuesday, September 19th, you will be invited to join me in Austin, Texas Live for our Wealthy Weekend Retreat. Now, details are on the website for all of that, but this is a bonus only available for those who join within the first 24 hours. And yes, there will be a virtual option if you can't travel for any reason. I really want you to get this bonus if you already know that 7-Figure Wealth is for you, okay? This is a once in a lifetime bonus. We've never done anything like this before. You're gonna come to Austin, we're gonna coach, we're gonna implement, we're gonna talk about wealth, we're gonna relax, we're gonna eat amazing food, we're gonna have such a good time. So I want you to submit your application first thing on Monday. Because if you wanna have a sales call with me, you don't have to, you can bypass the sales call process, but if you want to speak with me first, there are very, very limited sales call spots on Monday. So, make sure you submit your application so you get a chance at getting one of those sales calls. If you don't get a sales call, and you still want to speak with me before investing, we're having an open house. This is open to everyone on my email list at 5pm CST on Monday. So during this open house, we'll talk all about the mastermind, I'll show you the portal, I'll show you the behind the scenes, and you'll be able to ask me any questions live on Zoom. Okay? So it's kind of a great alternative if you don't get a spot, but you want to speak with me. All right. So set your calendars, set your reminders, get ready to apply. Let's dive into the content. Okay. So how does Gina pick her stocks? There are so many questions underneath this question, right? How do you pick which companies to invest in? How do you pick where, like what brokerage account, what brokerage firm to use so that you can invest in those companies? How do you pick how much money to put in each company, right? Because it's not just what company do I invest in? It's also how much and how much in each. So there's a lot of nested questions underneath this. I was on a seven figure wealth mastermind call a couple weeks ago where I was coaching someone who was setting up their portfolio and she had the exact same question. She was like, okay, I've heard of this company. She lives in Norway, actually. She's like, I've heard of this company that's really big here in Norway, so I guess I'll invest in that company because they've been around for a long time and their household name, and I have confidence that they'll stay around, but I also want to invest in these other companies. How do I know what money to put in what company, right? It gets complicated fast. So how does Gina do it? How does Gina pick her stocks? The answer to this is I don't. I don't deal with any of that mess. That mess is not worth my time and it's not worth your time either. Okay. You do not have to pick what companies you invest in and how much you invest in those companies. In fact, I don't recommend it because people who do that statistically have lower returns in the stock market than people who invest in index funds. And that's what I do, and that's what I teach you how to do in Seven Figure Wealth. Index funds are basically, imagine like, a, like Santa's bag of, of toys, right? Santa has a sleigh, and he has this big bag full of toys for all the children around the world. Index funds are a big bag, and inside of those bags are hundreds, if not thousands, of companies. So what you do is you buy a stock, or you buy share in the bag. So if I buy one share of the bag, within that share, I own thousands of companies. Does that make sense? You're not picking what companies go into the bag, and you're not picking how much of each company is in the bag, right? All you're doing is picking the index fund, and then you own the index fund, and then you own thousands of companies within it. Why is that helpful? Why is that so helpful? It's helpful for a couple of reasons. One, you lower your administrative time. For me as a scaling entrepreneur, as a wife, as a mom to a toddler, I truly don't have time to dedicate to sitting on my computer for hours a day and picking stocks. That is such a low value activity for me to do. I do not have time for that. So a huge benefit of the index funds is I eliminate all of that time. All I have to do is buy the index fund and then move on. That's one benefit. The other benefit is statistically index funds perform best in the long run. So when we're talking about long-term investing, which is what I do, they outperform people who are picking their own stocks. Number three. And potentially the best reason to have index funds is you have diversity in your portfolio. Diversity is really important in your portfolio because it mitigates your risk. So we all know that the stock market is variable. It is up, it is down. Certain companies can go out of business, can go bankrupt, right? Each individual company, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. But when we look at the stock market overall as a group, it does go up in the long run. That is statistically true. So when I am invested in hundreds and hundreds of thousands of companies potentially, I mitigate my risk. What does that mean? Let's say I own an index fund, and in that index fund, there's Tesla, there's Coca-Cola, there's Silicon Valley Bank, and there's Microsoft, right? Now, Silicon Valley Bank recently had a very public falling apart. That company went belly up, is done. So the money, if I had invested 100% of my money into Silicon Valley Bank, my money would be worthless now or worth very little. I'm not sure if they actually went completely bankrupt. I haven't been paying attention that closely. But if I had invested all my money in one company and that company went bankrupt, I would be done. My money would be gone. But because I have Silicon Valley Bank as a portion of an index fund, and let's say that the other company, let's say that Disney went way up, I'm mitigating my risk. Yes, I have a loss in a portion of my portfolio, but the other portion is going up and they even each other out. This is really important because there will always be companies that are on the decline and on the uptick, no matter if there's a re- recession or not. There's always companies that perform well and companies that don't perform well. And that has a lot to do with a lot of things, right? What is the industry? What are they selling? What is the news? What is like all of the contributing factors to what helps a company do well and a company not do well. As an index investor, I don't have to worry about all of that. I don't have to keep a pulse on the news 24-7 to make informed choices about my portfolio. Okay? So... We mitigate our risk which is a huge benefit now there's different types of index funds you could buy an index fund for one industry for example like you could buy a tech only fund you could buy an oil and gas only fund you could buy a healthcare only fund i like funds that go across industries because again that offers me more diversity if one industry is having a hard time but another industry is doing well then overall my portfolio is still balanced Now, diversity in your portfolio doesn't mean that you're guaranteeing gains all the time. There are times when the entire stock market is down. We saw that in March, 2020. We saw that in 2008. We saw that last year. That's normal. But when we have diversity across multiple companies, multiple sectors, multiple industries, even multiple countries, right? Not just American companies, but international companies, then we're mitigating our risk overall. So the question really is how do I pick my index funds? How do I pick which funds to invest in? Because actually there are thousands of funds that you can pick from. And I teach you how to do that inside Seven Figure Wealth. There's some really simple ways to go about it. And we strive to get you to open an account, pick your funds, invest it, and automate it within 10 business days. Because we don't need to be spending a lot of time. And by the way, the only reason it's 10 business days is because Opening up accounts and moving money between banks usually takes like two to five business days. So we want to give you a little bit of buffer room there. If we actually just sat down and we could do it instantly, it would take a couple hours. I don't want you spending countless hours at your computer picking companies. And here's the thing too. Most people, if they're going to pick companies to invest in, they're going to go with recency bias. And what is the other bias? We're like basically like if you know their name, you think they're a safe bet, right? We're going to go with companies we know. We're not going to pick some random company that we don't even, we've never heard of. But guess what? The company you've never heard of might be a really good bet. The company that you're very familiar with might be a bad bet. Just because you're familiar with a company doesn't mean it's going to go well. And I think that the example I like to give is, let's give the example of, um, well, let's just say there's a, any company, right? There's a company out there, and you are familiar with it, and you think, OK, it's going to perform well. Maybe you have a friend who works there, and they're like, wow, we're doing such innovative things. It's really exciting. We're going to go huge. Cool. Now you have some information, and you think that that company is going to go well, but what if next week? the CEO of that company, or let's say the entire C-suite of that company, was found to be on an executive retreat where they had coke and hookers and a whole scandal and drunk driving, right? If if the executives of those companies have a huge scandal, that could affect the stock price, even if it has nothing to do with how well that company is performing, how well they are selling their thing, how much money they're making, what their profit is. If the executives have a huge public scandal, that could be enough to tank the stock price. So this is a cautionary tale to show that it is the stock price of a company is so feeble in a way because the entire economy is basically just built on trust. It's like the collective trust that this company is going to do well and this company's not. And all of these different factors fall into that. So when you sit down and decide, I'm going to invest in Zoom because I use Zoom every day and they seem like a good company. It's not a good enough reason to anticipate that Zoom is going to go up in the future. We don't know that. So when you diversify your risk across hundreds or thousands of companies, you diversify your, also your risk of loss, which is what we're really trying to prevent, right? okay so how does gina pick her stocks she doesn't and she sleeps very well at night in seven figure wealth we'll teach you how to pick your index funds or your mutual funds we'll teach you how to automate it we'll teach you how to make it so hands-free that you only have one hour of administrative time a year like i said I am really sensitive to increasing my administrative time as a CEO, as a mom, as a wife, as a friend. Like, I have other obligations in my life. I don't need to add to my plate. So I really, really love this method of investing because it's such low administrative time and cost for me. And it's such high reward. My portfolio has made me $60,000 this year so far. I'm recording this in July. That's like seven months into the year, and I've made an additional $60,000 that I didn't have in January, and it didn't require any time. I set up my portfolio years ago. It's been chugging along, right? The only administrative time it takes me is if I, for some reason, decide to go into my portfolio and tweak something, which is very rare. And usually the only time I go in to tweak something is if I'm like, changing an automated investment because what I do is I have automated buys where I, like every month, the software pulls a certain amount of money from my bank account and invests it on my behalf. So if I want to go in and tweak that, that might take me 10 minutes. But at the end of the year, the biggest thing is like going in, downloading my tax forms and sending them to my accountant. We don't want to add administrative time to your busy schedule already. But Setting up this portfolio that's gonna take you a couple business days is worth it if we can start making thousands of dollars in income every year that we didn't have before. So that's how I do it. And I'm gonna teach you how to do all the ins and outs of it inside of Seven Figure Wealth. Regardless, by the way, if you live in the US or not. I have clients in Canada. I have a client, like I said, in Norway, The system is pretty simple and pretty universal, regardless of where you live. The only difference is the laws on how you're taxed, which we do go into as well inside of Seven Figure Wealth. We talk about how investments are taxed and how to evade those taxes, but the system universally is quite simple, even if you don't live in the US, okay? All right, so that is the end of today. That is the end of how I pick stocks. I really love it because it doesn't take me any time okay so set your alarm for monday morning if you want to join us inside seven figure wealth where you're going to learn how to do all of this and i'll see you guys in the next episode all right take it easy